powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Everywhere, let's go. It's Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week. Let the power of prayer come on in, everybody. Let's get it going tonight. It is the first Monday of the sixth month. This is going to be the best six months of your life. The last six are going to be better than the first six. And I know we're kind of on the in-between, but the last six months of this year are going to be the best six months of this year for you. Come on in on every platform. Speak to me as you come in. And do me a favor, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share. When you share, people get saved. It's just that simple. TikTok, you tap the screen. Facebook, all the other platforms, you make sure that you share there. And then, of course, on Instagram, you make sure that you share. Welcome, 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 welcome. Good to see you. Tell me where you're watching from. All right, Denver, good to see you. North Carolina, good to see you. Come on in, everybody. ATL, ATL, good to see you. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, Virginia, New York, welcome, good to see you, come on in, everybody, let's go, ATL, good to see you, welcome, 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 Florence, South Carolina, New York, Cleveland, Ohio, Dallas, Georgia, which is ATL, Maryland, welcome, uh, did I call Cleveland, Cleveland, Aurora, in the A, come on, Atlanta, let's go, Palm Springs, New York City, over on LinkedIn, welcome, Aurora, Colorado, Duval, over there on YouTube, welcome, come on in, everybody, and make sure that you share, Baton Rouge, good to see you, Chi-Town, welcome, glad that you're here, California, good to see you, St. Louis, Miami, welcome, Lancaster, California, uh, yes, our bishop is, yes, good to see you, come on, Denver, uh, Seattle, Washington, come on here. Let's go. Detroit, Michigan, South Florida. Wonderful. Bless you. Thank you, man. God, I appreciate that. Speak that right to you. King. Revelation 510. God makes us kings and priests. Come on in, guys. I'm going to give you a few moments to share. Let me just say yesterday's pop-up in Atlanta was amazing. It was great. Um, we did. Uh, we actually, online, we showed you the word. We didn't stream live from Atlanta, but of course, you got the fresh word uh to start the series yesterday's pop-up was amazing people gave their lives to the lord um and it was so awesome to see the energy the excitement and what have you we're excited we're going to be back in atlanta back in Atlanta. good to see you too shannon it was good to see you too yesterday we're going to be back in atlanta on june 18th june 18th 6 18 all right back in atlanta you got to get registered for that let us know if you're coming to be a part of that uh, on that night, it's going to be absolutely, or on that morning, excuse me, at 11 a.m., it's going to be awesome. When am I coming to the Bronx? You know what? New York is on my radar. Lots of cities are on my radar. And as soon as we get to the next phase with our uh, Atlanta location, there's several cities that we're going to come and visit, and uh, and we're going to let God do what he does. Can I get you to do me a favor? If you don't have our app, and really it's not a favor for me, it's really something for you, it's what you need. Can I get you to... Text Harvest to 55498 to get our app. Our app is the absolute best way to stay connected to all things Harvest. Our, our music, messages, podcasts, all of that is available right there in the app. And you want to make sure that you avail yourself to that. Can I get somebody to type it over here? Chris, you got me over there. Let me get somebody to put it in there. It's going to be good. Uh, Bishop, is that an Apple Watch? Oh, only an Apple Watch. We don't cross over to the dark side. The devil is a liar. For those of you that aren't familiar, we have this whole Apple versus Android thing in the Harvest culture. And so um, I tried switching over to Samsung. I literally sent my team and I said, bring me back a Samsung everything. So I had the watch, the phone, all of that. And I tried, y'all, every computer that they had, the laptop, the little tablet thing. I tried that stuff for a day. And I was like, this is too much. It's not working. I said, take all this stuff back. I'm done with it. All right. 
How do you get the app? You just text Harvest to 55498. Can I get somebody to put that over there in the Instagram for me? There he is. Thank you, Christina. Text Harvest to 55498, and uh, you can get the app and stay connected that way. So that's the pop-up. Yesterday was amazing. Let me also say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our dream teamers. Um, not all, but the, the many dream teamers that travel yesterday to be with me. Can y'all clap it up and celebrate the dream teamers that paid their tickets? Yeah, let me tell you this level of faithfulness. And I expect it because I give it, but it's so awesome to see it. Um, paid their plane tickets, hotels, airfare, all of that. Cars to come serve. Can you... Thank God for people who love the Lord that much and who support and love their shepherd. And that's not a vain love. That's not a, a love that is not reciprocated because nobody, and I mean nobody, outloves the people that he leaves beside me. I, that's why they call me the people's bishop. Y'all clap that up and celebrate that. We celebrate and honor them and appreciate their sacrifices and, and all of that. And we'll be right back. In two weeks to do it all over again. But now that we've been in the venue once, we're going to take it to a whole nother level on the 18th. Anybody else except excited beside me? Father, we cover the pop-up that's going to be in Atlanta live on the 18th. God, we pray that your presence would be pervasive. Father, we pray and we would see great, amazing results. Let that be the highest number of people giving their lives to the Lord in one in-person service, let it be the highest number that we have ever seen, that we have ever seen in a worship experience. Let it be the highest number in the name of Jesus, God. I pray that those that were there would bring many back with them and that, God, we would see a move of God on that day, Father's Day. You are our Father, so it would be the day that we set aside to honor and to bless you. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name, okay? So again, um, this Wednesday, Wednesday Night Live Bible Study, Live from Denver, 3590 Grape Street. This upcoming Sunday, which is the, what's that, the 11th. Live from Denver, 3590 Grape Street. And then, of course, online everywhere. Guys, we're a hybrid church, so we're in buildings and online. So you can always be connected to Harvest. You don't have to worry about a building. In fact, the majority of people that are connected to Harvest have never been inside of a building. So we thank God for that, right? Then the third Sunday, the 18th, will be live from Atlanta. Then all the Wednesdays were in Denver. And then the fourth Sunday, we're back live from Denver. All right. Listen, guys, um, yesterday we started this new series called Conquering Curses. This month is going to be a month where you're going to conquer many things. Release that word in the comments, conquer. So the whole theme of prayer tonight is going to be around conquering. And today, I hope you, hope you were on it today. Because today uh, we were in fasting and prayer. The Bible says that some things only happen when fasting and prayer are combined. You ready? So when you, it's, it's, when you get to combo, you're going to conquer. When you get to combo, you're going to conquer. There are certain things that when you put prayer and fasting together, you hit a new level to conquer. And that's why we're doing that on the first and third Mondays of each month to 6 p.m. out. Would you wave at me? Would you wave at me if you if you fasted today? Wave at me if you fasted today. Uh, we didn't stream live from Atlanta. The message from Atlanta will be available on the podcast. We did not stream it live, but yesterday streamed no matter stream period. So you still got the word from yesterday. It streams. All right. I am not gonna leave you without a word. You better hit me. I took good care of you. So uh, just in case we ran into any issues, we I made sure, I pre-recorded to make sure that you had the word. All right. I had, I fasted, but I had no idea y'all were fasting. Well, look, come on, let's go. All right, let's go partially. Okay, awesome, guys. So listen, let me just get you to write this down, put it in your calendars. The first and third Monday of each month, we're fasting until 6 p.m. We're fasting until 6 p.m. Of course, I didn't do a pop-up earlier today. I normally don't on Mondays because we go live Monday nights for prayer. Uh, but Mark 9, 29 talks about uh, certain things only happen with fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer. We're going to go through this and we're going to cover this in prayer. But let me say this to us all tonight. Let me get you to share real quick if you haven't shared. Let me say this to us all tonight um, that this is going to be your month to conquer. So the theme of what we're going to be talking about in prayer tonight is conquer. Conquer. And the Bible says in Romans 8 that we are more than conquerors. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you, we honor you, we thank you that you're good, you're merciful, you're mighty, you're strong, you're powerful, you're undefeated. You are a conquering king. You are Jehovah Sabaoth, which means the Lord that fights for us, the God of angel armies, the God 
that joins his forces with our forces so that we would have success. You are the God that says you are our battle axe. You are the God that says that you are literally the one that wants to see us prosper and to do well and to succeed against any enemy. An enemy is anything that opposes our forward progress. And God, for this, we say thank you. Tonight, God, we ask for forgiveness for all our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. Forgive us tonight, God, for iniquity. That's generational sin that's been passed down and around. Forgive us for transgression. This is where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. And forgive us tonight, God, even for sin, which means to miss the mark or to make a mistake. We ask for forgiveness and we thank you that you hear us and you forgive us. You, you hear us and you forgive us. You hear us and you forgive us. God, stir up a passion to pray on the inside of us. Prayer is a privilege. It's not a right. Prayer is something that we get to do, not something that we have to do. God, never let us look at prayer as a burden. Never let us look at prayer as, 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 a, as a hassle. Let us recognize that we get to go above the head of everybody. We get to go above the head of a boss, above the head of a politician, above the head of a ruler, above the head of a governor, above the head of a doctor, above the head of a lawyer. We get to go above the head of every individual and we get to go directly to you. And for that, we say thank you. Now, tonight, God, direct our prayers. Prayer is how we uh, literally adjudicate in the spirit. To adjudicate means to take something through a legal process. This is why your word says in Isaiah that when we pray, we are to put you in remembrance of your word. What does this mean, to put you in remembrance? It is literally taking your word and presenting it like a legal case. That's why we quote scripture when we pray. We don't just say things. We quote scripture when we pray. Why? We are adjudicating in the spirit. We are attaching what we pray for to what you have promised. And we attach what we pray for to what you have promised. We'll see performance. When we attach what we pray for to what you promise, we'll see productivity. When we attach what we pray for to what you promise, we will see great progress made in our lives. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. We are those that have a passion to pray. We are those that love to speak to you. It's our relationship. It's our relationship. You are our father. You're not some abstract being that's um, that's disconnected from us. You are our father. And because you are our father, that means you love us and you love us with an unconditional love. So I pray tonight, God, that even as people are coming in on different platforms, that they would sense, receive, feel, perceive your love. Your, your word says that it is the goodness of God that draws men into repentance. And so we thank you for your love tonight. We thank you for your forgiveness tonight. Therefore, we can be bold. Drop that word in the comments, bold. We can be bold as we pray tonight, God, knowing that you hear us because we're forgiven. We are covered, smothered in the blood, the blood that you shed 2,000 years ago on Calvary. That blood washes us. It cleanses us. We're not our mistakes. We're not our failures. You don't even see that. The only way you know what we did is we had to bring it back up. The only way that you know how we failed is we had to bring it back up because your word says that you cast our sin into the sea of forgetfulness, which means you choose not to see it. You choose to forget it. Forgive us, God. Y'all ready for revelation? Forgive us, God, for bringing up what you no longer care about. Forgive us, God, for bringing up what you no longer are focused on. Forgive us, God, for bringing up what you are no longer paying attention to. But we declare we are those that are forgiven, not perfect, but forgiven, not sinless. We just sin less. We thank you for it now. In Jesus' name we pray. <clears throat> Everybody, drop amen in the comments wherever you are at. Hey, listen, even if you're over on the Harvest Church app or website, you do me a favor. You click share too. <clears throat> Excuse me. When you share, <clears throat> people get sad. I just kind of swallowed a little bad, a little wrong. Y'all know how it goes when you swallow something a little wrong. Do me a favor. Every platform, if you haven't shared, share. TikTok, tap the screen. YouTube, Facebook. I need y'all to share. I'm looking at these numbers. Let's share. What's going on tonight? Let's share. Then Instagram, you use a little triangle on the bottom. You share too. When you share, people get saved. So um, we are fasting this month on the first and third Monday until 6 p.m. local time. So what is a fast? Let me teach. Let me, and then we're going to pray. To fast means to alter your diet, which literally means um, to, to alter what you consume. I've heard people say things that are not really biblically accurate. They'll say, I'm fasting TV. Listen, you don't fast TV. That's called a consecration. You set yourself apart. A person may say, I am fasting. <clears throat> I'm fasting, uh, um, you know, certain um, music. 
It's not a fast, that's a consecration. The word consecrate means to set yourself apart. To fast, it literally deals with altering your diet and restricting or removing what you consume. Why is this important? The Bible refers to fasting also as the afflicting of your soul. Afflicting of your soul. Why does it refer to fasting as the afflicting of your soul? Because literally, everybody listen, um, when you are depriving your body of the foods that you would normally eat, food many times becomes a drug for us and we don't know it. Food many times becomes a coping mechanism for us and we don't know it. Food many times becomes a way of life and a way of survival and we do not know it. So whenever you have deprived yourself intentionally and on purpose of the foods that you would normally reach to, what you're doing is you're afflicting your soul. What's your soul? Your soul is your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. We got lots of medical people who are connected to Harvest. Not only do you see results, not only do you see results spiritually, but fasting also has, there's this whole new trend now, the last few years, intermittent fasting. Literally, the first meal you have in the day, break fast. It's to break the fast that you had prior. Um, so there's also unintended consequences of fasting too. We don't do it for a diet. We don't do it for those reasons. But what I love about God is God will take one thing and he'll give you several benefits out of that one thing. All right, let's go. Why are we fasting? Because Jesus said that there are some things that only are going to happen with fasting and prayer. So Father, I pray that you keep us focused on this fast this month and next month. Father, we're only fasting until sundown, 6 p.m. local time. But I pray God to keep us focused on this fast. Let this fast cause great results to manifest in our life. God, let this fast change us. Let this fast change how we move, how we operate. Let this fast make us conquer many things. Why are we starting this month of June? Because you said that this is going to be a month where we conquer many things. And since this will be a month where we conquer many things, that means that we've got to position ourselves to be the best version of ourselves so that we can conquer things. So when we combine fasting and prayer together, we will conquer more things. When we combine fasting and prayer together, we will see greater results. When we combine fasting and prayer, we will see things manifest more quickly in us and around us, in us and around us, in us and around us. God, this isn't just for internal change. This is for external change. Come on, drop the word both. This isn't just for what we're going to conquer internally. This is what we're going to conquer externally. God, I pray that by the end of this month, we will be able to say we are better people. And by the end of this month, we will be able to say we are in the best positions. The best positions of life that we have ever been in. Let this month continue to represent the, the layover from the spring feast. Uh, the lingering, excuse me, from the spring feast of seven fast forward movement. And for that, we say thank you, God. Give us clarity this month. Give us courage this month. Give us focus this month. Give us strength this month. Everything we need, we need you to provide. You are our gyro. You are the Lord that provides for us. So as we obey your word to combine fasting and prayer together, God, let us see what we have not seen before. Let us experience what we have not experienced before. We rebuke the enemy because fasting gives us an advantage even spiritually. Why? Because after you have fasted for 40 days and 40 nights and you are hungry, that's when the enemy came, which means your, the fast, watch me, the fast literally repelled the enemy. He could not show up until the fast was at its conclusion. And it's not just because you were at your weakest point. It's because the fast literally created a, a spiritual boundary, a spiritual protection, a spiritual hedge to where you could not be touched during the fast. I pray that this month, God, let us be untouchable. Come on, Kim. You better tell that praise report. Was this not prophesied? Send it on the app and the website. We declare in the name of Jesus that while we're on this fast, we would be untouchable. That while we are fasting throughout this month, that we would be untouchable. That there be a hedge erected amount around us. And for this, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Everybody drop an amen in the comments right there. Give me a favor, share if you haven't already shared. So we're going to pray. I'm going to pray. I, I told you at the beginning of this month, several things that you're going to, <clears throat> several things that you're going to conquer this month, but three areas that we focus on. And before we go into Mark 9, I want to cover these three things. You're going to cover, you're going to conquer curses this month. A curse is an empowerment to fail. That's the simple definition. If you missed yesterday's message, I went into more depth. Hear me. You are the curse breaker in your family. 
you are the curse breaker in your bloodline. You're the curse breaker in your city and the curse breaker in your community. Can I be honest with you? This is the reason why um, the, the, your emotions have been under the kind of scrutiny and pressure that they've been under is because whenever you are close to breaking a curse, what do we see in scripture? Whenever you're close to breaking a curse, what spirit shows up? We learned this in the book of Acts, the spirit of Python. Paul, um, they were in the city. And as they were in the city, this slave girl, the Bible says, who was possessed with the spirit of divination. And there's one translation that tells us the name of the spirit. It was the spirit of Python. And I've taught on this before. The Bible says this. The Bible says this. Oh, let's get you up out of here. That way you don't have to be a part of it. There you go. Be encouraged. Um, the Bible says this that um, Paul was greatly annoyed. This thing, it went on day after day after day after day after day after day. Um, and then Paul, he got greatly annoyed. He turns and he commands that spirit of Python to come out. The spirit of Python is very different. Why is it called the spirit of Python? Because the name Python gives us the understanding of how a spirit works, of how a spirit works. Y'all ready? So um, a Python is not like other snakes. Um, most snakes, they bite you and it's their poison that kills you. Can I get you to release it in the comments? I survived that. Number two, there are snakes um, that, um, uh, like the viper, uh, where they will attach themselves to you. They're attached to, they're attracted to heat. They see your heat. Um, everything that is tried to attach itself to you because it saw your grace, it saw your favor, it saw your anointing. You ready? You survived that. Python is one of those spirits um, that that thing will reoccur. So you have to be mindful of it. And we're going to go into prayer about this thing because the spirit of Python knows how to dwell even in the presence of God, knows how to dwell even in the presence of God, right? Now, why is this important to understand? Why is this important to understand? Because when you're dealing with the spirit of Python, the Bible says that it, uh, it uh, for days, for several days, that this thing went on over and over and over again until Paul turned around being greatly anointed and commanded that spirit to come out. What did Paul do? Paul broke the curse. This thing, the spirit of divination, this was practiced in family. Everybody pay attention. Which means that young girl that was practicing that in the book of Acts, this was something that was likely handed down to her. Are you with me? If you're with me, say I'm with you, Bishop. This was likely handed down to her. Because divination, witchcraft, etc., these things were normally practiced in families. So these were things that were done in bloodlines. You ready? So when Paul breaks that thing, watch me, that thing rises up. They have him thrown into prison. They have him beaten and all of that. And then you know the rest of the story from the book of Acts. The Bible says that at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying. And as they were praying, the earthquake came, shook all the chains loose. What in the world happened? that things started to annoy him because he was about to break it. I pray for every person that's listening to me right now. There are some things that are annoying you where your emotions have been up under pressure. It's this way, that way, this way, that way, up, down, up, down. That is your sign. That is your signal. Many of you, you have prayed and said, God, give me a sign. Watch me. The sign came through the form of your emotions being up and down. The sign came through the form of your emotions being here and there and everywhere. The sign came through what you did not expect. It's your signal that you're about to break every curse. It's your signal that you're about to be the interruption to the dysfunction of your bloodline. It's your signal you're about to cross the line. It's your signal that you're about to break through a boundary. And for that, we say thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So let's go to Mark chapter 9. All right, Mark chapter 9. Sometimes, guys, I heard that loud and clear, Lord. We pray for signs. And the problem is, is that when you pray for a sign, y'all ready? You have to understand, um, you say, Lord, give me a sign. Sometimes the sign is not going to show up as something that you think is good. There's something that you look at and you ready? Or it's even very clear on the front end. Sometimes a sign is going to show up in the form of something that annoys you. It's going to show up in the form of something that aggravates you, agitates you, antagonizes you, and that will be your sign. I don't know who needs to hear this tonight, but you literally, in the last couple of days, there's a few of you, you have been praying for a sign. And I heard the Lord say to tell you, this is your sign. This is your sign. This is your sign. This is your sign. Because what's on the other side of you conquering 
These curses, but on the other side of that um, is the breakthrough, the answer, the result that you are looking for. You cannot get to that until you deal with this. But I pray that this month you would be strong. That this month you would be able to conquer and confront everything that you conquer. This month, you're going to conquer many things. You're going to conquer curses. You're going to conquer things cognitively with your emotions and your thoughts. You're going to also conquer things in the realm of cash. This is going to be a month where your finances are going to see a major increase. Come on. Your finances are going to see a major increase. If you agree with all of that type, yes, Lord, in the comments. Yes, Lord, in the comments. Um, yes, Lord, in the comments. All right. Mark 9, 29. Why are you fasting this month, Bishop? Why you got us fasting? Okay. Hey guys, if you're just finding out about the fast, you can be a part of it. If you're connected, and maybe you're not a harvester, you harvest church or harvest Bible college or harvest leadership network or whatever, but you want to fast with us, you do that too. All right. In Mark chapter 9, listen, the Bible says, verse 14, uh, when they return the other disciples, they saw a large crowd surrounding them, and some teachers of the religious law were arguing with them. When the crowd saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with awe, and they ran to greet him. Let's stop right there. Verse 16, what is all this arguing about, Jesus said? So pay attention. There was a bunch of arguing that was going on. You ready? Whenever, listen to me, whenever there is a bunch of argument, dissension, division, um, this means that something supernatural is about to happen. You ready? And for some of you, listen to this. It's not just external. It's not just external. It's not just external. Everybody in the comments, stay focused with me. Everybody in the comments, stay focused with me. It's not just external. You ready? Listen carefully. Sometimes the argument can be happening internally. Sometimes the argument can be happening internally. It can be happening internally. How many of you right now, there are some internal arguments you're having? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I fight? Should I quit? Should I go up? Should I go down? Should I go left? Should I go right? What should I do? What should I do? How many of you are having some internal fights that are going on right now? But for some of you, all the arguing is with you. You're not arguing with people. Your argument is with yourself. You're having some internal arguments. This was dumb. This wasn't dumb. You shouldn't have did this. You shouldn't have did that. You shouldn't have tried this. You shouldn't have tried that. What should I do? Should you go back to school? Should you not go back to school? Should you take this out? Should you not take this out? Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Right? Whenever there is some arguing, this is an indication that there is about to be something supernatural to happen. Say, but somebody just dropped this in the comment. It's a sign. It's a sign. The argument, you ready? Listen to this revelation. It's your answer. And I'm about to show you the Bible. The argument is your answer. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you that you're the God of miracles, signs, and wonders. Let us see the signs. Sometimes the signs don't show up the way we think they're supposed to show up or the way that we think they're supposed to look because you're not a genie in the bottle. You're our God. And because you're our God, that means that you are not obligated to operate in any way that is acquiescent to us or any way that adjusts to us. No, it's the inverse. We acquiesce to you. We adjust to you. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you. If I listen, in Mark chapter 9, we get to verse 29 about why we fast and pray. But I wanted to give you context. I wanted to teach. Tonight's going to be teaching prayer prophecy. All of that. It's going to be all of that together. If you haven't shared yet, make sure that you share. Prayer is going to be on fire as it always is. Verse 16, what is all this arguing about, Jesus said? One of the men of the crowd spoke up and said, Teacher, I brought my son to you so I, you can heal him. He's possessed by an evil spirit that won't let him talk. Whenever the spirit seizes him, it throws him violently to the ground. He foams at the mouth. He grinds his teeth. He becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to cast out the evil spirit, but they couldn't stop. What is this man dealing with? Uh, what is this uh, father dealing with? His son is dealing with a spirit that will not let him speak. Y'all better listen to me. But some of you, you ready? You can say, Bishop, but I can speak. Bishop, I can speak. I can speak. I want to pray revelation here because for some of you, you have not been able to clearly articulate what you're in the earth to do. Wait with me if I just said something to hit you. It's not that you cannot speak. You ready? It's just that when you speak, there's no clarity in what you're saying. For some of you, you've not been able to clearly articulate. It's robbed you of your voice. 
It's robbed you of vision. It's robbed you of ideas. It's robbed you of clarity. It's robbed you of creativity. Sometimes you can be, watch me, you ready? For some of you, it's robbed you of your fight. Because some of you are like, I don't feel like fighting for this again. I don't feel like trying again. I don't feel like doing this no more. Who am I talking to tonight? I don't feel like doing this again. I don't feel like birthing a new business. I don't feel like uh, starting something new. I don't feel like it. I don't want to. Y'all better talk to me. I don't want to. Look, he says, this spirit won't let him talk, which means there's sometimes the reason that there's something going on with you is because there's something spiritual going on in you and behind you. But I pray that this month where we are fasting and praying and whatever won't let us talk. Whatever has us so that when we do speak, it's unclear, it's inarticulate, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to us, it doesn't make sense to people. We're not clear on what we're in the earth for, we're not clear on what we're supposed to do. In Jesus' name, I pray, God, that that thing would be conquered this month. I pray that that thing would be conquered this month. Your word says that this evil spirit would not let him talk. I pray that by the end of this month, we'd have our, this month, we'd have our voice. By the end of this month, we'd have clarity on our vision. By the end of this month, we would be able to clearly articulate what we need. But some people, God, I hear you loud and clear. The reason they have not is because they ask not, but they don't know what to ask for because the spirit, this evil spirit shuts them down for asking for the right thing. This evil spirit shuts them down for asking for the right thing. But in Jesus' name, I pray that this month, that thing would be conquered. That this month, that thing would be conquered. And we will have clarity in our speech, clarity in our vision, clarity in our action, clarity in our plan. Here it is. You ready? We'll have clarity for our next steps. We'll know exactly the steps that we are to take. We'll know exactly the steps that we are to walk in. We'll know exactly the steps that we are to do. I pray for every person dealing with confusion right now. Sometimes the confusion is because you don't know what to confess. Sometimes the confusion is because you don't know what to put in the atmosphere. Sometimes the confusion is because you're like, well, I don't know. Should I speak this? Should I speak that? I pray that there, you would not have confusion about your next, confusion about your actions by the end of this month, that you would have planned. Come on, pray, y'all. You would have strategy, that you would have ideology, that you would uh, have everything in place this month. I heard you loud and clear, Lord. You said, for some of you, this spirit stops you from praying. Every time, every time it's time to pray, when it's just you and the Lord, the only time you really pray is, is, is when you got uh, me navigating you through it. But I heard the Lord say this month, that you're going to open your mouth and your conversations with the Lord are going to improve. Your conversations with the Lord are going to increase. Your conversations with the Lord, because this evil spirit has shut you down from even speaking to your God. This evil spirit has stopped you from praying. Even when you go to pray, you get confused. You don't know what to pray. You don't know what to say. So your prayer becomes nothing but a bunch of confusing babble. Your prayer becomes nothing except for a bunch of um negativity your prayer becomes nothing except but a bunch of complaining and murmuring but i pray in the name of jesus i pray that your voice would be loose so that you would pray and you wouldn't just pray passively you'd pray with authority you'd pray with power you'd pray with a, a, a recognition that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world in jesus name if you just got some revelation from that little bit of what this spirit wouldn't let him do, just drop a fire in the comments. What is revelation, Bishop? Information is data. Revelation is how that data applies to you. In data, one plus one is, is two, right? One times one is one, right? Okay, um, that's data. One plus one, and you adding up uh, the money you about to get, that's revelation. Because now it has something to do with me. Now it has something to do with me. <laughs> now it has something to do with me. Okay? All right, let's go. Mark chapter 9. Give me a favor, TikTok. Make sure you share every platform. Make sure that you share. It says, the spirit would not let him talk. Verse 18. Whenever the spirit seizes him, stop. Which means this thing only acts up at certain times. <clears throat> this thing only acts up at certain times. This thing only acts up at certain times. This thing only acts up at certain times. It's not always like this, which means what's crazy is that there's sometimes you feel great 
And there are sometimes you're like, well, what's going on? There are sometimes where everything is good. And there are sometimes where you're like, what in the world is happening? Father, in Jesus' name, I pray right now, God, that you would literally show us when this thing acts up so that we could be prepared in advance, so that we will not be those that are caught off guard, but we'd be able to see in advance exactly what's going on, exactly what's happening. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Listen to this. It says, whenever the Spirit seizes him, so it grabs control of him. How many of you, be honest with me in the comments, you've had some moments, you've had some moments, you've had some moments, You've had some moments where it's like something just some. And listen, listen very carefully. I'm not talking about demonic possession, that kind of thing. I'm talking about there's just moments where it just, you just, you kind of step out of you. There's moments where you just kind of just, this thing gets you, fear gets you. You get really nervous. You get really anxious. You get really worried. This thing just seizes you. How many of you right now, you'll say you have moments in your day where something seizes you? Wave at me in the comments. Or moments in your week, or moments in your month, it seizes you. The Bible says this thing seized him. In other words, it wasn't always like this. It just seized him. I need everybody to hear me. This is spiritual. This is spiritual. This is spiritual. Father, we declare that what seized us up to this day, that's not like you. Oh, that this month, oh, that thing is about to be shut down. What seized us, what seized us in previous months, in previous days, in previous years, somebody said, I feel like I'm having that moment right now. Uh uh-uh. I pray in the name of Jesus that whatever's trying to seize you up, that it would be shut down, seize, grab you, arrest you. For some of you, I heard the Lord say loud and clear, you wake up and this thing seizes you because you wake up with anxiety. You wake up with fear. Who are you? Come on. We're about to do some work tonight. We're about to do some work tonight. I pray that that would, yesterday would be the last day you wake up that way. You will not wake up seized. You will, except by anything but the Holy Ghost. You will not wake up seized. I see your hands. Except anything, except the Lord. You will not be seized. This thing is spiritual. This thing is spiritual. This thing is spiritual. I heard this. There's three of you that are watching me right now. Every time you get an email from a certain place or a certain person, it seizes you because you immediately think it's going to be something negative. You immediately think it's going to be something uh, uh, bad. I pray that, that this is spiritual. It would no longer seize you. It would no longer seize you. It would no longer seize you. House of Tranquility, I pray. Right now, that what you've not been able to do, you said you never sleep. I pray that by the end of this month, that where you've not been able to sleep, that rest would come nigh you. That sleep would come nigh you. If God never sleeps nor slumbers, there's no need in both of us being up. If he's going to be up, I'm going to sleep. In the name of Jesus. Guys, there's so much revelation in prayer tonight. So much revelation in prayer tonight. So much revelation in prayer tonight. Let's go further. Mark chapter 9, whatever platform you're on, share if you haven't already shared. In Mark chapter 9, verse 29, it said, or before we get to now, let's go up to verse 18. And whenever the spirit seizes him, it throws him violently to the ground. Pay attention. The spirit seizes him, and then it creates a physical reaction in him. It seizes him, Erica, and it creates a physical reaction in him. For some of you, watch me, here's your reaction. You cry. You get dry mouth. You get frustrated. You get, you get irritable. You get hangry and you ain't even hungry. You just ate, but you angry. You, you, get, you get real edgy. You get, y'all ready? This is spiritual. You and I are spirits. That's our subconscious mind. We live in physical bodies. We possess souls, mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. Everything that happens always has a spiritual origin because that's what you are. This is not you. This is the flesh suit that we wear. This is not you. The real you is a spirit. It creates a physical reaction. For some of you start breathing real heavy. This is spiritual. This is spiritual. This is spiritual. Y'all ready? 
For some of you, you, you literally, you start pacing your floor. There's four of you when you pace your floor. This is spiritual. I'm about to show you. This is why we fast in the praying. Uh, is it Susie? Um, uh, if I miss, if I saw it wrong. This is why we fast in the praying is wrong. It's spiritual. It creates a physical reaction in him. God, let us see the physical reactions that we are, that are a result of something spiritual that needs to be dealt with. Let us see the physical manifestations of something is spiritual that we need to deal with. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Let's go. Mark 9, y'all share if you haven't shared. It throws him violently to the ground. In other words, it takes him to a low position. Father, whatever has taken us to a low position, mm, this is the last month. I heard the Lord say, for many of you, it takes you to a low thinking. You begin thinking everything's going to fail. I heard the Lord say to rebuke your thoughts of failure. It takes you to low thinking. It takes you to low processing. It takes you to low ideology. It takes you, you listen, your energy gets low. You go from being able to bam, 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 bam. Now your energy is low. You don't have the energy to do what you want to do. It literally drains you. It takes you to a low place. This is the last month because this will be conquered this month. I need all the conquerors to just release that word, I'll conquer it. I'll conquer it, I'll conquer it. I'm telling you why we are fasting and praying this month. I'm showing you the scripture where Jesus brings this up. It takes him to a low place. It throws him violently to the ground, violently to the ground, violently to the ground. It takes him to a low place. I heard the Lord say that May was your last month of low places. Ah, God, May was your last month of low places, of low places in your thinking. This is why I pay attention. Even in these first five days of this month, when things came up that would never normally take you super low, watch me, it didn't take you as low as it used to. There was a little bit of a dip. There was a dip, baby, dip, but it didn't take you as low as it used to. Why? Because May, if that, if that prophecy hits you, drop a yes, Lord, in the comments. If it doesn't, drop nothing. But if that prophecy hits you, drop a yes, Lord, in the comments. May was your last month of low places. Mm -mm. May was your last month of low places. May was your last month. May 2023, let's be specific, was our last month of low places. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, y'all. We're almost there. Mark 9, 29. It seizes him violently throws him to the ground. Watch this. He foams at his mouth. He grinds. There's Jesus. There's so much revelation in this. Please share this. He foams at his mouth. He grinds his teeth. He becomes rigid. Let's break down each thing that happens that the spirit does. He foams at his mouth. When someone is foaming uh, at the mouth, whenever someone is foaming uh, at the mouth, this is interesting uh, because when you're foaming at the mouth, this means that words aren't coming out of your mouth. If you're foaming at the mouth, literally, it refers to, uh, generically, uh, it refers to some type of excitement, excitement. But foaming at the mouth can also happen when there's excess fluid in your mouth. It mixes with lung and air, causing this froth to appear. Now, why is this important to understand? Because he could never say what he needed to say. Um, he could never do what he needed to do. Because this thing is causing him to have this response. You ready? He's excited. You ready? But he doesn't, but he can't do anything with his excitement. Let me see if I can say it another way. He has these moments where he's up, but he can't do anything when he's up because there's nothing productive coming forth for this moment. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that we would not just have these moments of excitement that are not productive, that we not just have these moments of high energy that are not productive, that we not just have these moments where uh, we are trying to get something done, but we can't get it done because there's nothing productive coming out of it. Here's the next thing. He grinds his teeth. He grinds his teeth. Y'all got to stay with me tonight because I got to pray and teach, um, but we got to go. He grinds his teeth. What does this mean for you and I? The Bible says that there be a place where there's weeping and gnashing or grinding of teeth. It literally refers to Jesus talking about a place of regret. What does this mean? What does this mean? This man, for some of you, this stuff is literal. But for some, watch me, 
and it's imagery. It has a meaning. It's imagery, Kim. So for some of you, you ready? When it says he's grinding his teeth, he begins to have regrets in those moments. He begins to have regrets in those moments. Father, I pray that we would not live from a place called regret. I pray that we would not live in an environment where we're constantly talking about shoulda, woulda, coulda. Our story will be that we did. Please release into the comments that we did. We took every shot that we had. We took every opportunity that we had. We seized every moment. We will not live in a place where there is weeping and gnashing and grinding of teeth. We will not live in a place of regret. We will take every step. We will make every move. We will shoot every shot and you will back us up. We will not let fear block us, stop us, hold us down in Jesus' name. Guys, when I was flying to Atlanta on Friday, normally when I fly on a plane, um, I'm very nice to get about it because that people's bishop thing is, is everywhere. Very nice to everybody, but I normally just, I like to get my work done. I like to focus on what I'm doing. I like to have my snacks. I like to do that, okay? And when I got on the plane this last time, I had to change my flight. Um, I had to change my flight. So I changed my flight. So I ended up sitting somewhere a little different than I normally sit. But my steps are ordered. Come on, release that in the comments. My steps are ordered. Anytime something changes that you can't control, that means God has ordered your steps. Now, he orders all your steps. But stop, because this next thing says he gets rigid. And for some of you all, you ready? You get rigid. You tense up every time something doesn't go your way. And your rigidity makes you experience regret. Come on here. You tense up. I was watching the other night. Let's Jay Buck over here and we'll come back to the plane. I was watching the other night. There was this interview um, of um, this reporter and Jay Leno. And Jay Leno was talking about how he got into this car accident and he had all these burns. And he said, if you watch the video, he tells the guy, you know, Chris Wallace, I think was interviewing him. He said, you'll notice I just kind of did this. He said, because what makes you get hurt in an accident, what makes you get hurt in trauma is when you get rigid. And for some of y'all, I heard the Lord say, you get too tense because it didn't go your way. You get too rigid because it didn't go your way. Instead, I heard the Lord say, relax. God, give us the grace to relax this month. Give us the grace to not be rigid because it didn't go our way. Give us the grace to literally relax, relate, release, and live in the revelation that if you are for us, how in the world could we, could anything dare be against us? You ready? All right, let's go. Let's go back. Let's dig back over to the plane. So I'm on the plane. I'm sitting next to this lady. And it ends up being that this lady is in the wrong seat. Um, she's sitting there. She's in the wrong seat. I'm on the aisle seat. Again, I have to change my flight. Um, but I don't get rigid. I just relax. Okay? Because we, we, what happens is regret is easy to come in. Regret shoulda, woulda, coulda. I'm mad because it didn't go my way. Now, regret can create, rigidity can create regret because you're feeling like something's wrong and not realizing your steps have been ordered. All right? So anytime something changes that I can't control, my steps have been ordered. So there's something I'm supposed to get out of this. So I don't get rigid so I won't have any regrets. Because let me prove it. Some of y'all, the moment something doesn't go the way you want to, I'm so mad. I'm so angry. God, what's going on? And God is like, hush your mouth. Hush your mouth. Don't get rigid and there'll be no regrets. Okay. So I'm sitting next to this lady. The lady's name is Carol. Okay. And then Carol's, Carol was actually sitting in my seat. So I get there. And Carol, and she's like, oh, I'm in your seat. And so we do the whole thing. And so she moves and all of that. And so Carol's a talker. Carol's talking. And she's, she's talking. And she said, well, I was sitting here because I knew somebody was going to come. And then the next lady, her name was Opal. I made, I made some friends on my flight. Opal. Opal is coming down. And Opal says, I'm so sorry that y'all have to get up. She said, oh, no, we were waiting on you. I'm so sorry you got to get up. She said, no, Opal. She gave her some name. We were waiting on you. So she goes, and so, uh, and then, so Carol says, well, Opal, this is Bishop, and then da-da-da-da. So we, we're doing a whole thing. And we literally are talking virtually the entire flight. Carol says something to me that is so simple, but so important. You know what Carol says to me? Carol says, she says, um, she tells me how old she was. And then, I believe she says she was 76. And then she asked me, I told her, and she said, oh, you're a baby. I said, you know, she said, well, compared to me, you're a baby. I said, oh, well, that's, you know, great. She says, well, let me just tell you. She says, enjoy every moment. She said, take every risk. 
She said, because what this is her words, Carol said, because then you just get old and you can't do what you want to do. She says, so while you can do what you want to do and while you can take risks, do it. If I listen to me, if I listen to me, that one little phrase Carol gave me, I know that. But because our steps are ordered, God will make sure always that the sometimes you just need a little something and God will make sure to do that. Why did, what does this have to do with Mark chapter 9? Stay with me. He grinds his teeth. Had I gotten frustrated that I'm so mad because we got to change my flight and I got to get on this different flight and I'm be sitting in a different area and I'm usually sitting in there. I didn't get, I didn't live with regret. I wasn't rigid. I had zero regrets. And I get, listen, we, we talked that whole dog on plane ride and, and they're giving, they're doing all this talking and they say, well, we bet your mom's just so proud of you. Oh my God, you're just so amazing. You just make people feel so welcome. You know, you know what do you do? You just make people feel so welcome. And you're just da, da, da. So they're talking, 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 talking. And then they start trying to hook me up with their daughters. <laughs> with their daughters. They go through the whole thing. And in that moment, but listen, in that moment, um, I was able to receive something so simple, simply because I did not tense up. I did not get rigid, so I had no regrets. I want to pray because for many people, your greatest sense of frustration is when things don't go your way. Your greatest sense of frustration is when things don't go your way. How many of you be honest right now? There's some stuff that hasn't gone your way. And right, and, and right now, you're still a little angry about it. You're still a little frustrated about it. You're still a little salty about it. Mm -hmm. You got your salt shaker. You ready? This spirit made it, Adrian, so that this man, this boy, that he literally, it sees him, throw him to, violently take him to a low place, make him foam at the mouth. Then he literally would grind his teeth. And again, that's a biblical idiom for regret. Okay, Jesus said there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's a biblical idiom for regret. And he gets rigid. Father, I pray that we release what we've been salty about. That we release what we've been upset about. You're God. You are not our, our, our equal. You are our God. Which means we submit. We submit to what we cannot change. We submit. We submit to what you have ordered. If you order our steps, then this means we have to follow the orders, even if the orders sometimes do not make sense. We submit and we declare that something amazing will come out of it. We declare that something great will come out of it. We release the anger. Come on, y'all. We release the frustration. We release the aggravation. I heard the Lord say, several of you, you're going to feel lighter tonight. Because the reason you feel so heavy is because this is nothing's going right. According to who? Nothing's going right according to who? According to whose standard is it not going right? Because if he is the Lord, he makes the plans. He sets up your purpose. He sends you to the earth for the time that you're needed most. And our only objective, our only assignment is to submit to it. We submit to it. We submit to it. We submit to it. We submit to it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Y'all better hear me today. All right? Let it go. Submit to it. This relationship is not going right. According to who? My business is not going right. According to who? What if you were going to fail your way to success? What if you needed the failure of your current business so that you would discover a business where you'd work less but make more. Who is that for? Who, who is that for? Wait a minute. Who is that for? Who is that for? Who is that for? What if you needed a failure in this in, in your previous relationship so you would be ready for when the real thing showed up? Because watch me. If the previous didn't fail when the real thing showed up, you'd be unavailable. We preach and prophesying and praying much better than y'all saying amen. What if you needed your previous job to end so that God could create a role for you that you would not have even been looking for had it not ended? We submit. 
We say yes. Come on, y'all, we're almost done. Can you just in the comments, whatever platform you're on, can you go old school for a minute and just give them a yes? We give you a yes, Lord. We give you a yes. We give you a yes. We, we forgive us for thinking we knew better than you. You said that we are to commit our plans to you. We, you said that we are to commit our plans to the Lord. That's Proverbs 16 and 3. Which means, God, if you want to do it different, we're okay. You don't need our approval. We just tell you our answer is yes, we're not going to tense up. We're not going to get rigid. We're not going to get stuck. We're not going to get stagnant. We're not going to. We give you a yes. I even heard the Lord say this. Come on, God. For several of you tonight, these next six months, God says he wants, a, and it's not in the next six months. He wants it this month. It's a yes to your calling. There are several of you watching me right now where you have literally, you have never given him a yes to what you've been called to do. So when you don't give him a yes to what you've been called to do, he has to send you into the belly of a whale or a fish, excuse me. I've taught about that before. Joe, uh, jo uh, Jonah was actually swallowed by a shark. I've taught you that before. I did it in a series called, uh, uh, I did it, my baby shark was in that series. Who am I talking to? And that's you. Do the hands up emoji. The, the two, you know, like the praise hands, do that one. You literally, until you say yes, he puts you into the, he puts you into the belly of a fish. He says, Jonah, until you give me what I asked for, go over there. Now, I'm going to provide for you while you're in there. I'm going to keep you while you're in there. But it's going to stink. It's going to be dark. And it's going to be unpleasant. It's going to stink. It's going to be dark. And it's going to be unpleasant. I'm going to provide for you. I, I got you. But there's so much more for you. There's so much more for you. And this month, we're going to give them a yes. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Guys, do me a favor. Share on every platform. Man, it's 7.56. Um, we got to go. Uh, let's go. Uh, I asked your disciples to cast out the evil spirit. They couldn't do it. Jesus said, you faithless people. How long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. They brought the boy to Jesus. They saw the evil. But when the evil spirit saw Jesus, <clears throat> it threw the child into a violent convulsion. He fell to the ground, writhing and foaming at the mouth. Jesus said, how long has this been happening? The father says, since he was a little boy, the spirit throws him in the fire and the water trying to kill him. I'll have to deal with all of this tomorrow during a pop-up. Here's what I want to get down to. Verse 29 and verse 28. Afterwards, um, when Jesus was alone in the house with his disciples, they asked him, why couldn't we cast out the evil spirit? So Jesus cast out the evil spirit um, in verse number 25. Um, man, that's, oh, there's so much revelation in this. Jesus. Verse 29, Jesus replied, this kind only comes out by fasting and prayer. What kind? This had been in this boy since he was young. And for some of you, a lot of what you're dealing with, you've been dealing with since you were young. This kind only comes out through fasting and prayer, which means Jesus said, y'all couldn't get the same results that I got. Because you weren't fasting and praying. But Jesus said, had you put fasting and prayer together, it would have worked for you. Father, this month, we're going to conquer many things. This month, as we combine fasting and prayer together, we will see great results in Jesus' name. Guys, it's 7.58. We got to go. If you haven't shared, make sure that you share. Last three things I want to do. Number one, make sure that you have our app. Text Harvest to 55498 to get our app. It's at the bottom of the screen. It's pinned on both of Instagram and TikTok. Watch yesterday's message called You're More Than a Conqueror. Number two, number two, do not forget um, that uh, this month's schedule, first and third Sunday. So uh, we're going to be live in, or we're going to be in Atlanta in person for pop-up services. And then every Wednesday, we're in Denver, 3590 Grape Street for Wednesday Night Live Bible Study, plus, of course, always online. The second and the fourth Sundays of this month, so this coming Sunday and the last Sunday of this month, will be live from Denver, 3590 Grape Street, plus, of course, always online. All right, y'all got it? And we'll keep keeping it in front of you to make sure y'all know we'll email you and we'll do all of that. Um, uh, last two things. If you're on it tonight and you're not a Christian, 
In just a moment, I'm about to give you an opportunity to come to the Lord. But before I do that, if this prayer spoke to you, if this prayer connected with you, can't wait to see you run. If this word um, is, and this prayer tonight was amazing and God got a word to you, always bless what blesses you. What I want to encourage you to do. We're going to sow tonight. We are sowers because the Bible says God gives seed to the sower. I am a sower. I never ask you to sow and I don't do it myself. The people I lead in harvest are blessed people. You know why harvesters are so blessed? And we're really blessed. You want to know why we're blessed? Because we are faithful givers. And I want that same blessing to be in your house. Our seed is going to be $29 from Mark 9, 29. Um, Mr. Bishop, I don't have 29. Get as close as you can. And Bishop, I want to sow more than 29. Sow more than that. Just put those numbers in it. 29. So you can do 92, 920, 290. Listen, why do you have us to target the seed? May of 2022, the Lord says, son, every time you go live on prayer, every time that you do uh, uh, an experience, I want you to challenge the people to sow. And I'm going to begin to release wealth into the lives of the people of Harvest. And that's what he's been doing. Okay. 29 is our seed. How can you do it? You can sow it through Cash App, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, or Givelify. That is available. Also, you can also use... Um, um, text to give. You can text the amount to 84321. You can give it that way. When you see the Harvest V, it'll pop up in a second. That's where you want to be. If you don't see that V, get up out of there. Last thing I want to do tonight, and it's not least, if you're not a Christian, you need to recommit yourself a little or you need to be sure. Wherever you are at tonight, if you're already saved, guys, I need you praying people through right now. Help me birth new babies. It's called being born again, so help me do this. We need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Tonight, when I count to three, I'm going to ask you to do the hand wave emoji or say it to me. Don't hop off. This is your moment. God's coming to get you tonight on prayer. If that's you, one, two, three, respond. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Mr. Foreman, I think things are good. If you think, that means you don't know. I need you to be sure. Jesus said that if you deny him, he will deny you. So don't miss your moment. Wherever you are at, join the over 1,500 plus people that we've recorded their decisions so far this year. And tonight, if that's you, come on, get in because he's got you. One, two, I see you. Wherever you are at. Guys, if you're already saved, if you're already a Christian, can I get you to pray? That's three. I got you. I need you to pray. That's four. I got you. Because when you pray, when you share, people get saved. You literally get to see God draw people in line on the live wherever you're at there's four so far wherever you are at if you need to become a christian recommit yourself to the lord or five i see you wherever you are at do that hand with emoji or say it's me wherever you are at no guilt no condemnation no say bishop i still i still got some stuff i'm working out great me too we all do you don't get you don't get your life right to come to god you come to god and god's going to help you go go to the process of getting your life right six i see you that's six, wherever you are at. I hear somebody say, well, Mr. Foreman, I don't really want to do the button. I don't know. I ain't doing all of that. I ain't for, I, that's um, seven. Mr. Foreman, I don't want to do uh, all that. I, I, don't, I don't want nobody paying attention to me. Look at me. Look at me. Jesus said, if you deny him, he'll deny you. You don't worry about other people. But this is your moment to go public about the fact that, God, I don't know everything, but I know that you're my God. I, haven't, I don't have it all figured out. Maybe I have questions about God, questions about the Bible. What's amazing is we'll go buy a car, have questions about it, eight. We'll go buy a car, have questions about it, but still get it. How much more can we do for the Lord? The only reason you're still alive today is because of God. The only reason that you didn't die is because of God. The only reason that there's still breath in your body is because God has been with you, whether or not you knew it or not. He loves you with an unconditional love. Well, Bishop, somebody, somebody that goes to church told me God ain't gonna love me. Tell him to shut up. His love is unconditional. There's no place too low where his blood cannot flow. There's eight of you that have responded. There's at least two more of you, but it's 803. We gotta go. There's at least two more of you wherever you're at. And you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. You can keep responding, but everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you, Lord, for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord. Bless you and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen. Y'all, you just prayed that. Bible says you're saved. Saved from what, Bishop? From you. 
<laughs> saved from hell. And you know what? You're saved from having to figure this thing out on your own. I, I don't know how people do life without God. I don't know. I don't know how people do it. I, I don't know how people do it. But I'm so glad that I got him. You got him. We got him. Here's what I need you to do. Text Harvest to 55498. The eight that responded. And if I missed some hands, I maybe missed them. But I saw eight was my last count. You just text Harvest to 55498. Into the option for salvation. I'm going to shoot your message right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Let me walk you through the process of how to uh, to be a Christian. Because many, what is it, nine? Because many people, once they get their lives to the Lord, they have no clue what to do next. They have no clue. We got you covered. It's my role as a shepherd to walk you through this. That is a great question. Zero to 60 times on YouTube, can a Christian lose their salvation? I actually answered that question and then asked the bishop. I'm going to point you to that because we're out of time. Um, but let me just say this, guys. Again, if you didn't get your seed in the ground, get into the ground. 29 is our seed. What's the name of this seed? Let's call it my fasting seed. So you got to call it for those. We always name our seed. If you give it to a way where you can't, um, where you can't name it, you can't type it in there, just as you sow it, that's what you say. Like I use text to give, you can't type it in there. I say that as I sow it, all right? 29 is our seed. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night tonight. Listen, um, I didn't get to eat before prayer tonight, so I got to eat. Listen, I'm just saying. Uh, but I love you guys. Get your seat in the ground and make sure that you share. Tomorrow, I'll do a pop-up. I'll go more into detail. Who wants to hear more from Mark 9? Wait at me. I'll go in more detail tomorrow from Mark 9 about the revelation of when Jesus makes that statement in Mark 9, 29. I want more detail at the pop-up. Especially when you're going to go live for the pop-up. You never know. That's why you got to have the app. Thanks, Harvest, to 55498. Mm, we got you covered. We got you covered, Camille. We got you covered. All right. Love you guys. Shalom. Have an amazing night. Get your seed in the ground and share, y'all. Our goal is 2023 decisions this year. If you keep sharing like you've been sharing and spreading the word like you've been spreading the word, I believe we'll get there before the end of this second quarter. What? Wait a minute. By the end of next month. By the end of next month. My mouth's mixed up. I believe we can get there by the end of next month if you keep sharing the way you've been sharing. All right? Love you guys. Have a good night. Shalom. Love y'all. Instagram. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.